Hello, everybody. How's everybody doing? I see smiles. That's a good sign. My name is Roberta. I'm one of your hosts today. Welcome and thank you for joining. We're here with another session of Open Diner. We're continuing tonight to talk about how to achieve a spiritual connection. We had a couple great sessions already on this topic, and we're excited to explore this topic in greater depth today again. So as you probably know, Open Diner meets every Thursday at 6.30 p.m. And it seems like people are still joining on Zoom. You could still join here if you'd like, if you want to join the conversation live. You'll find the link on Open Diner in the Facebook page and also our meetup pages. We'll post it again in the comments uh, for your convenience if you'd really like to join us. That would be great if you did. So a little bit about this evening. You know, currently the United States is experiencing a loneliness epidemic. Three out of five people report being lonely. The number of people who are single is almost more than double what it was 50 years ago. And about 50% of married couples divorce, which is the sixth highest divorce rate in the world. People are not meant to go through life alone. You know, our romantic relationships are the center of all of our other connections. A true connection is one that most that is most important things for us as human beings. It is a basic need of ours. In previous sessions, we spoke about Maslow's hierarchy of needs, and we saw that love and belonging are one of the most important needs that must be fulfilled. This includes our desire for interpersonal relationships, intimacy, and being integrated into a group where we feel loved and supported. When these needs are met, our overall well-being improves, and we live a more fulfilled life. We spoke last time about two Kabbalistic principles to, to how to achieve true love. The first was, don't do unto another what you would not want done unto you. And the second was making concessions for your partner and trying to allow their happiness to become our own happiness. So today we're gonna to continue delving into this topic and I'm sure we'll have another warm and connected event like we did last time around it. A reminder, this is a cameras on event. So if you could kindly turn on your cameras, that would be great. We find it helps us connect to each other better and it gives you the opportunity to fully benefit from this event. Some activities that we're going to be doing tonight will be requiring seeing each other. If you're joining us on Facebook or YouTube, hello, tell us your name, where you're from, participate with the questions and the comments and we'll try to read them during the show. What do you think about it, Willie? I'm sorry, you all can't read lips. I'm sorry. <laughs> Wrong group. Okay. Hello, my name is Willie. I am your other host today. We want to go deeper into the topic, but first we want to get to know everyone who is here. So we're going to have some reminders, announcements, and then we have our icebreaker. First, the announcements and reminders. We are trying to create a supportive environment where we connect above any differences. Stay on topic, no criticism, avoid politics. Remember to mute, to mute your microphones when not speaking to minimize background noise. If you can turn on your cameras, it will allow you to fully benefit from this event. Please remember to keep your answers brief so that everyone gets a chance to speak. Again, if you're joining us on Facebook or YouTube, please participate, answer questions, and the comment. We'll be together during this event. Excellent. So we have a magic wheel here tonight. We had it last week, but this one's really magic. A lot of questions this time. So we're going to spin this wheel and, and Rana's going to show it to us. And we're going to land on a question. So it's, it's quite simple. Just answer the question and then pick someone else to go after you. Let's have a great time with this. And please try to keep your answers uh, brief. The last time we didn't get to reach everyone. Um, so let's try to reach everyone tonight. When I say reach, get to everyone. So I'll spin the wheel first. And then I'm going to pick somebody and then so on, so on. Okay. So let's see the wheel. Let's spin this thing. Big money, big money. No, wrong game, okay. 
So make a wish, any wish, tell us what you wish for. So I'm the one answering this. Um, what do I wish for? I really, it sounds so cliche, but I really do wish for peace in the world because I see it affects every single one of our lives. So it's a little selfish, but I wish for peace. And I think from there, things will get better, I hope. So um, I'm going to pick Susie. Susie, ready to spin this wheel? Yeah. Susie, if you could change places with anyone in the world, who would it be and why? Uh, I've had to work at this a lot, so I'm going to say I would change places with the person that I'm going to be when I'm the best that I can be because I always put people first and I, I've got to start learning how to do that. Is that fair? And that's your, that's what that you a good want. answer. That's okay. Good. okay. And uh, I'm Susie from Arizona and I pick Alisa. Okay. That's a good idea. Introduce where you're from. Also, I'm Roberta from Long Island, New York. Ready, Lisa? Here we go. Elisa, what did you eat for breakfast today? I think I was dreaming for a... <laughs> I'm Elisa from New York, and I was hoping to get a very easy question. And what, what's my breakfast? Usually, it's a green tea with some berries and or dried fruits. That's my breakfast. Nice. And I am I'm picking Nancy. Nancy? Okay, you're ready for this one. Okay, Nancy, make a wish, any wish, and tell us what do you wish for? You have to unmute before you can make wishes. We must hear the wish to make it come true. There you go. Hi, sorry Hi. about that. I'm sorry. I was late again and I'm all flustered and I apologize for that. Make, what was the question? What did it say again? I, I lost it. That's okay. Make a wish, any wish. I think that's what it is. There we go. Okay. Make a wish I, any wish. Tell us what you wish for. Uh, okay. I'm not sure which is most more important, but um, two things are happening next week. The first one is my birthday is Wednesday, and I will turn a whole 65, which I can't even believe. And my second one, is, the second thing happening is I just got a date with somebody on Tuesday, and I can't even believe that happened either. So. I guess my wish is, oh, please let these go, okay? <laughs> that is amazing, Nancy. Oh, okay. I know. I just couldn't believe it. He called me out of the blue, but I don't want to take up the meeting with that. Okay. It's just amazing. Wonderful. We're praying for and you. Now, oh, I, so my I, birthday's I, on Wednesday. We have the same birthday, June 22nd. Yours is on Wednesday? June 22nd, right? Oh, yeah, me too. How oh, late is that? Happy okay. birthday, <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Um, pick someone else, Nancy. I'll pick, um, let me see, who do I want to pick? I'll pick uh, uh, Nina. Nina? Nina. Okay, Nina, if you could change places with anyone in the world, <laughs> who would it be and why? Oh, Nancy, just mute yourself, sorry. If you could change places with anyone in the world, who would it be and why, Nina? Um, hmm. Honestly, I don't think I would change places with anyone in the world. And uh, it has to do with my uh, belief that each one of us is given a very special uh, mission in this world with the, exactly the, the qualities and attributes that we have and the circumstances that we're given. So uh, 
I would stay me and I would work on becoming a better version of me. <laughs> Thank That's you, Nancy. Yeah. Um, who should we pick? Uh, Dan. Okay, Dan, what's your favorite tradition or holiday? I would say Thanksgiving because everybody is actually thankful and they, they get along pretty good during that time. That's true. And a little uh, drink doesn't help hurt. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, pick somebody else that didn't go. Oh, sorry. Uh, Jensen. All right, Jensen, ready? Spin this wheel. So many good questions. I hope we get a really fun one. Let's see. Okay, Jensen, what's your favorite tradition or holiday? Um, I would say Christmas because everyone's happy and we're celebrating giving gifts to each other, and it's just a beautiful time. It is. Thank you, Jensen. You want to pick someone else that didn't go? Yeah. How about uh, Willie? Perfect. In that wheel. Yep. Big money. I just like saying it. Let's see. All right, Willie, what are you most excited about? You know, I'm most tell you the truth. I'm most excited about discovering the answers to life. I wanna, I wanna try to figure out what is this all about. You know, why have this? <laughs> what is it for? So, I want answers. <laughs> uh, let's see. I pick uh, Rob. Okay, Rob, what's your favorite time of year and why? <coughs> Excuse me. My favorite time of the year is springtime because of all, all the new life, um, the, the whole world is brightening up, all the beautiful colors and uh, all the, the new animals because I love animals. So, um, yeah, springtime is, uh, is my favorite time of year. And, um, and, uh, did Elisa go? She did. Elisa uh, went, I think Rono didn't go. Rono. I pick He's Rono. <laughs> You'll have to spin right. his own wheel then. That's right. <laughs> Let's see the question. Let's see if this is ringing. Rado, what's your favorite holiday? Uh, I think I'm going to repeat um, Jensen, what uh, says but Christmas. It's for me also, it's the same. <clears throat> Probably because of uh, some of the fondest memories I had for, uh, from childhood. And Christmas was always a very cheerful and happy time, you know, lots of lights and presents and parties and people around it. But People are usually always happy around that time, especially, you know, being able to give gifts to others, lots of other people. So that makes people just a little more generous than usual. For sure. And uh, did everyone go? We have Linda. The best for last. Yeah, Ready, Linda? Linda? Let's get a good question. Come on, wheel. Linda, do you have any pets? <laughs> yes, my cat. You probably saw him earlier. Yes. <laughs> Just my only pet. 
Oh, and tell us, what is your cat's name, Linda? Lucifer. Okay, Lucifer. <laughs> What's your favorite holiday, Linda? <laughs> Not Christmas, I'm kidding. <laughs> All right. Thanksgiving. <laughs> I'm only kidding. I, I thought that was a great name for a cat. But anyway, everybody went, I believe. Make sure I didn't miss anybody. Everybody went, right? All right. So we're going to move on uh, to Willie now. Thank you, everybody, uh, for sharing. That, that was, was fun. great, friend. Was. Like we said before, we meet every Thursday, 6.30 p.m. to make sure you leave that time open. We have lots of exciting topics coming up. Everything in the universe is connected. There's no object or being that is separate from the rest. We are tied together by invisible strings in a network. If we start to become conscious and mindful of this network of which we're all a part and start to treat our connection with more importance and care, not only will our own lives improve, but we will greatly benefit this whole network. It's similar to a person's body where all the cells and organs are working together in order to benefit the whole body. Similarly, a couple is one unit. Most relationships fail because of selfishness, wanting to receive for yourself at the expense of the other person. Instead, we need to learn to receive pleasure from giving to others. By giving and treating others with love and care, we begin to resemble the rest of nature and the laws that govern it. When we are in sync with nature, our lives begin improving. Not only does our life obtain more, more purpose and meaning, but also nature is not forced to push us through various blows and suffering. All the suffering that we experience today is due to being opposite to this higher law of absolute love and bestower. The more we resemble these qualities, the less suffering we'll have to face. This applies to all our relationships and connections with other people. And our, our romantic relationship is at the center of all our other connections. So true, Willie. So this week, we want to give you another Kabbalistic principle for a stronger spiritual connection. It's called Love Covers All Transgressions. This principle takes into consideration that my partner and I are too egoist by nature. We are programmed to seek fulfillment and escape pain at every given moment of our lives. All right, makes sense. Therefore, according to our nature, when we see a transgression in our partner, and you know, a transgression is anything that my egoistic nature uh, deems as bad or wrong, right? So when I see a transgression in, our, in my partner or our partner, I naturally want to close off and escape and close the door. But instead, we should see this as an opportunity to open a door to a greater love. Any obstacle between us is an opportunity to overcome, rise above, and reveal greater love. And only in this way, by rising above time after time, we come to a true spiritual love. So it's an interesting thought there. So we're going to watch a video about this. Watch a video in a moment about this. Okay. We're going to a video. This video is about how to achieve true love in a relationship. Let's watch it together. And we'll talk about it afterwards. Close your eyes. Now think about love. Usually, when we think about love, we think of that warm feeling, the comfort and confidence of being cared for, the kind of pleasant attention we receive from our partner, loving gestures and intimate embraces. But love is actually measured by the extent that it can withstand both the good times in a relationship and the not so good times. 
That's what we want to talk about in this lesson. We're going to be talking about a Kabbalistic concept called love covers all crimes. In simple terms, love covers all faults and errors. It's a known thing that relationships have ups and downs. What we want to know is how to maintain our love to one another above any obstacles or shifts in our relationship. Even more than that, we want to learn how to increase the love while working with the negative states. The main principle here is that instead of letting ourselves get bogged deep down in our problems, our gripes and our grudges, we need to build our connection above all of that. In the previous lesson, we talked about our inner urges and impulses, the desire to control the other person, criticize and change them without actually seeing the other person and their needs. In short, we got acquainted with the ego that operates within us and causes so many problems in our relationships. We understood that we shouldn't be ashamed of these tendencies or erase them, but rather acknowledge them without judgment. Now, we'd like to understand why. Why were we given this internal nature with all of the negative urges and impulses? What is it for? Are you ready to find out? The wisdom of Kabbalah explains that nature evolved our ego so that we could build a higher connection above it. Again, nature evolved our ego so that we could build a higher connection above it. And that connection is what we call love. If nothing is wrong, if there is no negativity, no separation, no ego, then there can be no love. At least not the mature kind of love, the deep kind. Maybe just a hormonal fleeting love and attraction that passes with time, or a material feeling of comfort. Real love has depth, it's rich, it's layered. It has the ability to connect us precisely because of those ups and downs that we experience. It's only then that we can say that we have truly deep connection. Because every situation we overcame together has made us stronger. But in order for us to do this, we need to learn how to rise above those situations and rise above our ego. So how can we start practicing it? One very important principle we need to consider is this. My feelings towards my partner are my feelings. It's a reflection of my subjective approach towards them. Therefore, what I see in my partner is really myself. Put simply, my partner is my mirror. You know that saying how we don't see the world as it is, but as we are? In relationships, this saying has some very practical applications. Because if I can truly grasp that everything I judge in my partner the flaws, the negative traits, the wrongs, all comes down to my own perception. It means that I have endless opportunities to work on my own self-improvement. The relationship becomes the laboratory where I get to practice rising above my negative perception again and again, exercising love and empathy above my judgment and dissatisfaction. In other words, I don't wait to feel good to practice a loving attitude towards my partner. In fact, I'm flexing my love muscle precisely when I feel rejection or distance from my partner. The connection itself becomes my higher goal as I work to cover my judgment and criticism and my desire to change my partner with an effort to see them in a positive light. What I'm actually doing here is splitting my reality into two levels. One level is my instinctive view of things. This is where my ego has the reins. It's where I see flaws, problems, weaknesses, and all kinds of things that my partner does that upset me and make me angry. And we don't erase any of it. On the second level, I take all of these flaws that I see as an opportunity for me to cover it all with love, to respond positively to them, accepting their habits and desires, who they are, as they are, just as I would want them to accept me. I remind myself that my partner is the way that they are because of everything they accumulated during childhood and beyond, and I can't change any of that. So yeah, I remain myself, 
and my partner remains himself. I don't try to control him. I allow him to be his. I'm willing to accept him as my dearest friend with all of it and all of that. And he does the same for me. This approach is what creates a deeper loving connection. This isn't just a one-time thing. You do this over and over and over. Every time you feel that rage and criticism welling up, you work to readjust your approach. This can and will happen in tens, hundreds, even thousands of times until you've revealed and corrected your entire ego. In this way, you attain a method that helps you relate correctly to everything outside of you. Because once you've managed to do this with your partner, you can do this with anyone else. Relinquish your desire to control the other and judge them and make room for love, for connection and empathy by rising to a higher level of connection. Of utmost importance is that this effort is mutual because over time, if only one side is making this effort to do the work, then the other side won't have the fuel to continue. They'll just give up. So give each other an example of the right behavior and announce your concessions. Tell each other of your efforts. Giving an example is the best way to help your partners succeed too. It makes us partners against our common ego. It's what helps us to come closer above our ego, turning us into one. So let's review what we've learned. We learn that it's the unpleasant situations that can strengthen our love, but only if we use them as opportunities to rise above our negative impulses. We learn that the flaws we see in each other are the result of our own subjective perception. Every time they arise, we receive an opportunity for personal advancement. From judging and closing ourselves off within our limited perceptions, we move to expand our empathy love and connection towards the other person. And it must be a mutual effort. In the next lesson, we're gonna discuss practical tools that can help us uncover even more of this shared space between us. Wow, that's a lot of great information. Okay, um, now we're gonna move to our round discussion. But first, let's go over our etiquette rules. <laughs> I did this last week. I can help you. Really there do. they are. They're, they're, they're displayed. Okay. There you go. Okay. All right. Thank you. Here. We are here to build a space of support love, care, and warmth. Everyone is equal and very important. That's why we want to hear from each and every person because you just may have the answer that we need. We go around the table and speak briefly on the topic. Say something for the next guy. Give him a chance to add. Listen attentively. That way you will get some ideas on how to add to what they're saying. And remember, there are no right or wrong answers. The truth is in the center of our connection. All right, now we're gonna to go to our uh, round discussion. And the question is gonna be placed in the chat. There we go, all right, question one. If you get forget the question, that they are in the chat. We are full of faults, and each relationship goes through ups and downs. So how can we maintain our love above any obstacle and shift in our relationship? How can we increase love despite the difficulties? that again we are all full of faults and each relationship goes through ups and downs so how can we maintain our love above any obstacle and shifts in our relationship 
How can we increase love despite the difficulties? And the order I'm going to call on is in the chat. So, Rob, you up first. No pressure. Thank you, Willie. Um, I agree with you about the video. It was uh, awesome. A lot of information. Um, a lot of good tips. Um, but to answer the question, um, I'll have to refer back to the video and uh, say that we, we need to learn to rise above our differences, live, rise above the negativity, um, and let our partners be who they are um, and love them above it. Thank you, Willie. Yes. Yes, we just learned to do that. Linda. Well, I think uh, also <clears throat> we need to kind of make an example. If I don't jump on what your faults are, maybe you won't jump on my faults. So we can have that give and take. All right. Very good. Susie, what do you have to say? Well, I think one good way is to meet in open diner because I think when we, like when we set intentions, I, it, to me, I really work on it. So I think the answer is a lot of work and a lot of working together. And um, that's, I think that's the only way to make love happen when all there's so much chaos in the planet. Really work at it. And just think, we didn't pay her to say that. <laughs> a little plug for open diner. Okay, Nina. <clears throat> uh, meeting at Open Diner is a very good idea. I like it a lot. <laughs> um, also, <clears throat> you know, in my current relationship, I can say that um, we went through a lot of hard situations. And some of those situations, like, you start thinking, why do I need this? Maybe I should just run away. Um, but if you if you stay and you stick it out and you really try to uh, grow stronger through these situations, it works. I can I can I say this from my own experience. It, the love grows stronger and you appreciate uh, the person so much more because you went through this um, hard situation together. So just keep going and uh, value your relationship above everything else. Anything but leave, huh? Okay. Rona. Um, I think the, both our, our partners have to remember that uh, it's a, it's a two-way street. There's two people in a relationship which means that we have to leave equal space for each one and make as much as possible effort in order to accommodate the other. Because if we do that, both cases, even though we might have, you know, differences and arguments, we'll be able to have the correct attitude toward them. All right, thank you. And Nancy. Unmute. Sorry, <laughs> I'm just sitting here thinking about this, listening to everybody. Um, I haven't been in a relationship in a while. Um, my question is like, yes, I think it's absolutely wonderful to, I don't know if the word is overlook the other person's faults or um, I'm not sure what the right word is, traits that maybe aggravate us or whatever. Cause you know, just cause they aggravate us doesn't mean that aggravate everybody. So I don't, I'm trying to be objective, but it doesn't matter. I'm not sure if, those, if you should just overlook them. Um, if you should, um, or if you should talk them out. I mean, you can't talk out every little stupid thing, of course. So there must be some kind of a balance here, right? Because like, for example, the last relationship I had, um, I tried everything to overlook a whole bunch of faults. Um, and maybe this is part of it. Like some of them just broke my boundary, came, came crashing through my own boundaries all the time. So maybe that's an issue about it. I don't know. I tried really hard, but it, it would build up and build up until I'd explode. And that's not obviously the right way to handle anything either. So I, I have to admit, I'm wondering, 
The only thing I can think of is possibly balance in that and giving and, and realizing the things that are not important to make any issue out of and knowing that that's nothing and we all have quirks uh, as, as versus really big things that really you have to talk about before they become a fight. It'd be better to discuss it than it would be to let it go until you're mad and start yelling. And then you can't be objective. And then you're calling names and, you know, unfair fighting, as they call it, instead of fair fighting. Right. I, right. I can't think of anything else except maybe a balance of some kind. Maybe as we continue to listen through all of this, we'll make it some more insight. That I will answer some of yes. those questions for us. I okay, Roberta. Yeah, I'm, you know, I'm going to continue with Nancy, Nancy saying about balance. You know, if someone leaves their socks on the floor, okay, it's one sock, you let it go. Then all of a sudden there's a shirt. All right, you let that go. You don't say anything. Oh, so the whole closet is on the bed, hanging on the treadmill. I'm just making stuff up. But then you have a major problem. Like you said, if you catch it in the bud. But it, it, that's the great thing of being in a, any relationship, really. Be a friend, a lover, whomever, family. And you really get to know a person, especially you get to know yourself. When you start dealing with obstacles and something you don't like and you can discuss it, you grow so much in life. It, it affects everything, even your relationships at work. Because if you could discuss something with anyone, it, you're taking that person into a, a consideration, you're listening to them, and you're understanding the person. It's just not, you know what, I'm going to argue and, and not like it, and there's no balance there. But there's so much to be learned in a, with obstacles. If everything was just so perfect, that would be so boring in a lot of ways. You don't want to argue, but you get to know a person. You get to know anybody through obstacles, and it really is a beautiful thing. So we can increase the love despite all these difficulties by talking it through, listening to the person, understanding where they're coming from. Like the video said, people have baggage, especially, you know, in your 50s now, people are carrying a lot of luggage. It's not like in your 20s, you know, you just carry a little backpack. There's luggage coming. So these are things you have to work through in life. And I think with age comes wisdom and definitely like open diner, like we're joking, we learn a lot here. And, you know, hearing this over and over, you take it. And you start using it. It's in your toolbox now, so it's great. Great, thank you. Great. Kind of like uh, she only mentioned men clothing. I, I could, I didn't hear anything about skirts or blouses. On never yeah. mind. Okay, uh, hung up very neatly, very neatly, <laughs> no wrinkles. <laughs> okay. All right, Jensen. I there's I can't add much. Um, I would just say communication is is everything. You have to be able to talk everything out and communicate and set boundaries and expectations about how you want things done and how you want to, to view the relationship. And uh, I'll pass it on. Okay, uh, we're running out of time again. So we're gonna have to go to our second question. And that means we're gonna start with you, uh, Lisa with the second question. The second question is, how can we cover our judgment, criticism, and desire to change our partner with an effort to see them positively? How can we cover our judgment, criticism, and desire to change our partner with an effort to see them positively? Lisa. That is that is pretty challenging, I have to say. Um, but you know, it, it is it is interesting that that uh, what I think is what you all said before. Um, I think what what uh, Roberta pointed out with with age comes some wisdom, maybe understanding that that what you don't like in a partner, you don't like it. You know, because there is something that triggers what you have inside of yourself, you know, otherwise you wouldn't see it, you know, you would, it wouldn't trigger you, you know, so just look from that perspective. And I think in the video, we saw this mirror, you know, pointing at the partner that look at yourself, what's, what's going on, why it triggers you so much, why, you know, and that, that first think about what is going on. And then I think 
pick your your battles that is very very important you know like socks shorts and all that this all could be covered with sense of humor but if the real battle comes in that's a different story then then there is a quite a distance between them and you can you can fight and then make peace it's a story for another day <laughs> okay you know uh, i'm going to share something personal about this question. The biggest mistake I ever made as far as you know criticism and, and judgment and things of this nature or trying to change your other partner or your partner was very early in my marriage, I told my wife to shut up. And that was the biggest mistake I ever made in my life. I never made it again. I've been married 42 years, and I never made that mistake again. So an old dog can learn new tricks, I guess. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, it only took once, eh? Yeah, it only took once. That's a good woman. Um, <laughs> so I have one from follow-up from the previous question uh, on Facebook here. By reminding ourselves as often as we need, as often we need, be that we are on the same team, and the faults we see in them are also our own. Disagreements are inevitable. So fight nicely with a smiley face. Um, on the other question, how do we cover our judgment, criticism, and desire and change their partner? Uh, well, we can't do that. We're egoists. Um, the fuel to do that is on the other person. You can, you can only get their example and create this kind of because there's a third like entity here. It's the relationship, right? And so we, we both kind of, we want this relationship to, to go. We want it wherever it's going, you know, upwards. And that's where we get the feel to do that. That, I mean, covering criticism, that's not so easy. You need lots of fuel to do that one. All right. Now, Rob, you're so great with your answers. You get the chance to answer this one also. <laughs> oh, thank you, Willie. Um, yeah, I've got to refer back to that awesome video again. Um, and I've got to say that um, when the situation arises, we, can, we need to learn to rise above the situation to that level that um, Tal uh, was talking about. Um, yeah, so, and I like what Dan said as well. You've got to learn to um, fight nicely. And I guess that's rising above our ego rising above our selfishness, because we always think we're right. Um, and the more that our partners tell us or try and show us that we're wrong, we, we get our shackles out, and it just make us, makes us bigger egoists. And that's what starts wars, isn't it? So, yeah, rising above. Um, and asking ourselves the question, is it better to be right or reconciled? All right, beautiful. I want to have a couple more minutes. So I'm going to try to squeeze a couple more in. So make your answers brief, please. So we hear some more. How about you, Linda? Well, I think we got to remember that um, the, the faults we see in our partner are actually faults within ourselves. So we need to change it, change ourselves, take, change those faults in ourselves so we can see the others in a in a better light. Beautiful. And Susie. Yeah, well, I think it's a trap to feel like you have to get get to change your partner. <laughs> I don't think I think the difference between love and I mean the difference between criticism and discernment is love. If you've got love backing up so if I, if I, uh, well, I don't have a partner now, but when I did, if he, if, if I felt criticism, I would put it on, I'd put it on and say, does this fit? And if it did, I'd work on it. And if it didn't, I'd hand it back because, I, and I just say, you know, if there's a lot of love, I will work on something. If it looks like I need to work on it. Makes sense. Cool. Makes sense. Beautiful. So I think we have, a, that was all the time we have. 
And um, Roberto, you have something in store for us? Maybe a little something. Maybe okay. I got the lights. I hope they're working. Are they? No. Are they? Uh, no. The lights no, we have working. a red. There we go. Lucifer light. It's uh, Linda's cat. Okay. So we're going to do something fun now. We're going to do an open diner chair dance. It's a traditional dance. We do it every week. It's a lot of fun. Don't knock it until you try it. The way it works is, is kind of like follow the leader, being that we have fun to the music and one person at a time is displayed on the screen. When you come up on the screen, do a dance move, just like this. Something with the arms is okay. And everyone's going to copy your move. When others are displayed on the screen, you follow their move. When it's your turn, a text box comes up on the screen. It's just telling you that you're being spotlighted. Ignore it. Don't read it. You're going to miss your turn. And we can't miss this, can we? No. So let's get loose. Have some fun. This is a great way to connect with each other and lift our spirits. So let's play some music and let's see some good dance moves. I'm just as bad. I do the same thing. Let's try something different. Following the sin that leads to life To reach heart there's a door to love Where we find a way to rise above ourselves It's you that lights our hearts It's you that shines in us forever Where every broken part it's you that binds us all together It's you the lights are Forever in a place beyond the Together we ride, together we ride Together we ride, together we ride Gonna find a way to go above my reason Gonna find a way to love outside myself There's a door to love Where we find a way to rise above ourselves Amazing, amazing, everybody. Great job. We still have to work on these moves, but it was still wonderful. I'm not criticizing. So the next exercise we're going to do, we're going to practice the rule of love covers all transgressions like we learned tonight, right? And we'll do that through a simple exercise of giving each other compliments. Now, we've been together for almost an hour, and many have been here many times before this, but tonight there's a good chance that while that the others were speaking, and interacting, you found something maybe you didn't quite like. And the inner critic in you found some things to criticize. However, we're going to rise above all that right now and search our hearts for what we love about each other. So pick one person here, give them a heartfelt compliment, and then that person compliments someone else and so on and so on. So I guess I would go first, right? So I can't say I found any criticism, except... Susie, I don't have that hat. 
So I'm criticizing you because I need the hat. No, <laughs> no, but I'm going to give you a heartfelt, warm compliment. There's no criticism. I'm kidding. Um, just how beautiful you are inside and out. And each week you come with new spirits, new stories, and you always uplift them. So thank you. And pick well, someone else. You don't have to say anything criticizing, just whatever you want to say, but a compliment to the next person. Well, I was going to go you, so i got to look for somebody else now. Uh, you know what? Let me tell you about you, though, Roberta. I uh, Last week you said something like, uh, oh, dating, like it was so easy. And I said, you're going to have to teach a class on dating. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's see. Compliment, compliment. Um, I think I will compliment. Oh, Jensen, Jensen, you're such a good addition. You're just such a, your heart's so beautiful and we love you here. So keep coming back. You're a real great addition. I don't know, Jensen, you're frozen? Oh, there you go. Well, here I am. There you go, cool. So if you'd like to compliment somebody else. Thank you. Um... Let's see, who do I want to pick? I will pick uh, Rob. Rob is a giant. Rob is committed to the path and he's amazing. He's a great friend. He has a big heart and uh, it's just a, a pleasure to be around him. Thank you, Jensen. Beautiful, kind words. Um, thank you. And I, the, the feeling's mutual, by the way. Um, I would, it's difficult because I see um, things in everyone that I want to compliment, but I have to pick one. So, oh, I'm going to pick Rono uh, because, uh, as I understand it, Rono's been in Open Diner from the beginning. Um, I did hear that uh, he's never missed a show. Um, so I want to, I want to praise him for his commitment, um, and his, all his efforts, because I know he does a, an awful lot of work in the background. Um, so, um, yeah, I praise you, Rono, and, uh, thank you very much for all your commitment and all your love. Uh, thank you, Rob. I think I missed one meeting. I had, uh accidentally ate uh, something I was very allergic to and I was sick so it was always a bad day I wanna I want to make a um, compliment to uh, Nancy um, you know she has a way of uh, sharing of her life uh, you know so hot warmly with us uh, and uh, it's it, it brings uh, such a personal touch to you know, her edition in Open Diner and the fact that she tries to find answers and, you know, helping, you know, through us, she tries to find answers on her own life. So um, that's, that's, that's a, a very refreshing touch. You're almost there. I know you're trying. Turn mute, Nancy, no? That was me, right? I'm so sorry, but I my my volume is off and I couldn't hear, so I didn't know if it was my name or not. I apologize. Thank you for for saying that. That I really appreciate that. I always feel like I'm taking over the conversation and I shouldn't be. Um, I I decided to do to say thanks to Dan because you have to handle the meeting plus the Facebook comments and things that come on, and I can barely keep it together just to handle the meeting. So I think that's totally amazing. And I really wish I could do something like that. So thank you for, for doing that. My pleasure. Thanks, Nancy. Yeah. It confuses me sometimes actually. Um, <laughs> I had no criticism until Rob, until Rob took Rono. I wanted to say almost the same thing. And that was just uh frustrating but Rob I'm I'm very happier with with us I really am um but I'm gonna I'm gonna my compliment's gonna go to Susie because I, I think you have a deep understanding of a lot of things especially a relationship I, I know things have been uh interesting right and uh 
but uh, it shows, right? It shows that you, you, you know, how much you try to, to do the right thing and to connect with people and to go through these hard things and all that kind of stuff. So I'm impressed. I went already though. Should I, should I pick somebody else? Keep I, going. I can. Keep going. Okay, I'll go somebody else. Thank you so much. That was so beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I wish I was up all the time, but I spent a lot of time down so that I can be up. <laughs> okay. Uh, um, let me think. Let me, I mean, let me see. Oh, I've got, I know, I've got to compliment Willie. He's, he's been such a great leader, uh, taking on these, these, you know, uh, some of our leaders are ill and stuff like that. And, um, I think, you, and your dance moves and your, I mean, you know, uh, Richard Simmons, for the people that are really overweight, they, that's all they do. They stay in bed and do this. So I think we're, you know, we're, Losing weight, I think we're staying active. I love this. And and Willie's moves are fantastic. Go, Willie. <laughs> of course, and that is exactly working for me for the weight loss, but thank you anyway. <laughs> okay. Um, my compliment is to Elisa. Uh, I just can't get over. No matter what goes on, you got that beautiful smile that always dis displayed. No matter what's being said, no matter what's going on, you get, there it is, got that beautiful smile right there. And it, it lightened up the whole room with your smile. Just want to give you that compliment. Thank you so much, Willie. I actually wanted to pick you because it is not a criticism, but you irritated me so much. You, you to several times, you repeated anything but do not leave and this is my favorite tactic you know and now i i have to do something about that this is so thank you so much but my compliment goes to linda who irritated me even more because she said almost what i wanted to say but so much better so much to the point so linda you you are great thank you dear Thank you, Lisa. Um, my compliment goes to Nina. And of course, the biggest compliment is how she um, how she can put this together. She the lineup is different every week and, and she comes up with these ideas. And even when we all come up with ideas, she just knows how to put it all together. And uh, with all she does with everything else, um, she's just a great person. Thank you, Nina. Thank you, Linda. I didn't have any criticism until I was just picked last. <laughs> now I have criticism. <laughs> um, I'm just kidding. Um, I don't know. What should I do? Everyone has been picked already. I wanted to tell Willie, actually, now that I have a chance, that I am extremely impressed. This is a compliment. Um, that you made a mistake once in your relationship and based on your wife's reaction, you fixed it immediately. And for 42 years, you kept it that way. That's wow. Huge props to you, but I love you all. I love this uh, team. I love the show. So um, compliments to all of you. <laughs> Excellent. Everybody. The only thing I have to criticize about this whole show is we have to end. We have to leave now, but I'm going to tell you some stuff about it. So follow us on Facebook, Meetup, YouTube, click like, subscribe. If you don't, more criticism. More importantly, share with friends. On YouTube and Facebook, you can watch all the past events. You can RSVP for upcoming events on Facebook and Meetup. And we'll meet again next Thursday. Stay tuned for another exciting topic. We'll announce it shortly, and you'll find the invite on Facebook and Meetup. RSVP, follow, subscribe, and you'll be notified about all our events. And we hope to see you next Thursday. Bring your friends. You can criticize them. And uh, if you think they can benefit, come to the event. There's no criticizing. You know, I'm joking. You should know me by now. 
Thank you for all joining and taking part. Please continue to join us every Thursday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and spread the word and bring your friends. Willie, you want to say a, a goodbye to everybody? The other host here who is amazing yes. tonight. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> Thank you for I'll joining us. See you everybody. next week. Please Till bring next your friends. Come back. Come back. Let's work on what we learned. It was so much fun. Thank you. Thanks, everybody. Have a great week. See you next week. Next hug. Big hug. I love you guys. Bye-bye. Bye, Roberta. Bye.